On this episode of Talking Schmidt, we have a special Major League Baseball draft with two of my very good friends and experts in the baseball world. Stay tuned. We have all that and more coming up next. All right, everyone, it's finally episode 10 of Talking Schmidt, and I have two very special guests for me for this milestone show, our first milestone show, if you will. Uh, the first guest that I have is a a guest that I've had before on this show, and now he's back making his second appearance. Uh, Reed Harper joins me. Reed, what's going on, man? What's up, Fish? Glad to be back. And now, a special guest that we have. Uh, I, I think, uh, you know, if you look up the, if you look up what goat means in the dictionary, you'll see a picture of this man. His name is Paul Matura. Paul, what's going on, man? Hey, Fish. I appreciate you having me on, buddy. This is exciting to have this, uh, this show with you guys. Uh, obviously great teammates that you guys were at Clarksville High School. I had the great privilege of being able to call your guys' senior years. Uh, Paul, uh, you and I had the opportunity to call games together in basketball, so just a lot of fun to have both you guys on here. And we have a really cool show topic as well. Um, though we might not have Major League Baseball with everything that's going on right now and no one being able to make a decision, we're going to have some fun with Major League Baseball because we're going to draft a starting lineup. We're going to go 10 positions, including a designated hitter there, uh, and we are going to go position by position, uh, kind of drafting our own starting lineups. And we're going to start at the catcher position, and since Paul is our first-time guest here, Paul, you are going to have the first pick starting at the catcher position. Who do you have, man? Well, hey, guys. Listen, I appreciate the uh, responsibility of kicking this thing off. <laughs> Catching for the Mighty Maturas is going to be JT Real Muto. I like it. Wow. Experts. All right. So I thought if I got to this point, I didn't know if, if I didn't know what I would have if I had that. So I'm going to take that second pick. Um, and I'm going to go with Yachty. Uh, that's, that's my guy. Um, I have to have at least like one or two Cardinals on this team uh, with the family being from St. Louis. So. I'm going to take Yachty as my catcher. Is that from 2020 or is that <laughs> 2011? Are you trying to win games, Fish? Hey, hey, let's just put the right guy behind home plate, man. Uh, I, I, I think, You've been listening to John Wilson? Uh, I think Yachty's my guy. Uh, I'm just going to stick with Yachty here. All right. Who do you got, Reed? Uh, this is probably the toughest position because uh, I don't, defense is – Catching's kind of out the window now. I mean, unless you take Yachty, but he's a hundred years old. Thank you. Uh, but but it's a power position now, um, and I'm gonna go off the wall a little bit and go Mitch Garver from the Minnesota Twins. I like it. He probably he was towards the top in the home run leaders last year amongst catchers, and he probably played uh, less than anybody else in the top ten. Well, I thought about Gary Sanchez, but I knew you guys would give me a hard time if I picked a Yankee right off the first bat. So um, I'm holding off on my Yankee picks. So I, I figured you'd give me more heck if I did that over Yachty. So uh, anybody else that you guys could think of in your mind at that catcher position that, you know, if you had to have, uh, if you had the opportunity to have, you know, two of the best catchers, anybody else that you'd think of? Paul, you have anybody else in mind that you'd want as a catcher as well? Uh, yeah, I like Contreras from, uh, from the Cubs. 
I think he's a pretty solid player. He runs a little bit for a catcher, which is rare, um, kind of like Romuto. But I don't know. I feel like you got to be able to do it all these days. Yeah. Reed, you got anybody else in mind that you would think if you had the opportunity to have somebody, you know, like you said, uh, you know, obviously Yachty was a guy that, even though he's old, is a good defensive catcher. You know, is there anybody else that you would look at or think of in your mind when it comes to catching? Well, honestly, I thought about taking one of your legend picks here uh, just because compared to other positions in baseball right now, I think it's kind of a weak position. Um, Gary Sanchez, like you said, um, there's a lot of people kind of thought of as the best catchers in baseball right now that are, it's because of their offensive prowess, not as much because of defense. And I, I really thought about going with Pudge here. Um, nice. Who I think is the best catcher that ever lived. I like it. Well, Reed, you're going to go ahead and hit off here for the uh, first base position. Uh, what do you think of when you think of first base? Who would you want to have um, at, at first base for you? Um, uh, this is between – I'm going to go with Cody Bellinger just because I like my team to be versatile and he can play in the outfield too. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Bellinger – here because I think he's also the best player. Well, since I already took a Cardinal in the first one, I had thought, I didn't think I would maybe have the opportunity to have Yachty. I didn't know if somebody would, you know, I guess if John Wilson was with us, like you said, he probably would have took Yachty first. Um, But I was going to, I really like Paul Goldschmidt, but obviously I'm not going to blow off and just not have a second Cardinal here um, and already get rid of that. So I'm going to go with Rizzo here. I like Anthony Rizzo a lot. Um, I, I think he's, he's got talent um and and he's just a, he's one of those guys that you can get behind and you can really support through his journey through you know battling cancer and then also just what he's meant to uh, I think the you know city of Chicago and the Cubs organization in general Good pick. Wow, I don't know if a Cardinals fan is allowed to take a Cubby that early, but... Uh, I, it, right. it was either going to be Rizzo or Bryant, so I guess i got to take one of the two poisons here. I'll take Rizzo now. Uh, Paul, who do you there have you at go. first base, man? I don't know how he's still here. Uh, he's the best first baseman in the game. His name's Freddie Freeman. <laughs> I get to watch him. So it, as a Braves fan, that's, that's my favorite guy to watch right now, uh, along with like Acuna coming up. But I remember watching Freddie when he was young, when Chipper was still there. And, um, man, I like everything about him. I think he's got a shot to win the MVP. He can hit for power. He can hit for average. He plays gold glove defense. He's got to be the best first baseman in the game. Reed, Reed, how do you feel about that with him taking Freddie Freeman right now? Um, all around, I agree. And um, the only reason I took Bellinger, I told you, is because of his versatility. But, uh, yes, Freddie Freeman, he can do it all. And uh, kind of underrated defensive player. Um, but, yeah, he hits for power, hits for average, um, picks up his infield. Um everything you're looking for in a first baseman. If I didn't take Bellinger, I was definitely going Freeman. Um, but Rizzo's a good pick, too. Goldschmidt is up there. Um, yep. And and don't forget about Pete Alonzo. Um, and then, I mean, there's a little bit of a drop-off after that, in my opinion. All right, Paul, let's go on to second base here. Uh, who do you have at second base for you? Yeah, um... My second baseman is going to be DJ LeMayhew uh, from the New York Yankees. Came on and just hits for pop, man. This guy can swing it. 
Uh, and he did it in Colorado, and everybody was like, all right, well, if you're in Colorado, you better have good offensive numbers. And then he goes to New York and does the same thing. Um, so I'm trying to build an offensive powerhouse. DJ Mayhew is my second base. I like that pick. That's a great I, pick. I had him lined up. Um, obviously, uh, being someone who's only you know five foot eight on a good day, uh, my second baseman I'm going to take is uh, Jose Altuve. Um, I know that there's obviously not a lot of love for the uh, uh, for the Astros organization right now, but um, I like Jose Altuve. Uh, I think he's very talented. I, I think he's just a really good second baseman, and watching him is just so much fun. Uh, he's got so much energy, and he is a, a very good player, uh, despite what all has been going on with the Astros. Um, but I'm going to take him off the board here. Reed, who do you have at second? Um, yeah, that's Altuve's one of the best players in all of baseball. I'm surprised you're taking Astros, though. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm going to go Avi Albies. Um, I, I would have taken Altuve, too, but um, Al- Albies can do it all, and he's a natural um, he, he's probably five foot, five foot six, um, but stronger than, stronger than any of us. That's for sure. Um, and just natural, um, both sides of the plate. Uh, he was 16 years old playing in an inter-squad game. And, uh, I mean, before they would even send him to a, a rookie league, the first time I ever saw him hit and, uh, he hit a home run from the right side. Next to that, he hit a home run from the left side. He's 16 years old on the backfield. And I was just like, this kid can play. Um, and I'm going to ride with him. Big fan. He speaks about seven languages. <laughs> Another feather wow. in the cap. Uh, yeah, he can do it all. So I'm going with Albies. I like that, and I like the the background story on it too. That that's awesome, Reed. Um, one thing that we he have changed his name actually. His, his his real name is actually Alzino. And change it to Ozzy. Wow. Fun fact. I, I feel like we could just do a fun fact show at this point with, with Reed. That's good. That's good stuff, man. And uh, we're going to we're gonna move in here. We're going to go on third base here, which is kind of funny because, Reed, you're going to have the first pick here in third base. Um, but, you know, for, for all of us that know, Paul will then get the first pick on shortstop. And uh, obviously back in the Clarksville High days, Paul played the hot corner Reed was at short, so this is. Uh, do you guys feel a little slighted that I'm I'm switching up who gets the first pick at third and who gets the first pick at short or no? Oh no, I don't know. If Reed, the way, fish <laughs> is Reed draft eligible? Can I Great can I question. draft Reed here? Yes, you can draft Reed Harper if you want to draft Reed Harper. All right, just making sure. All Talk right, about drafting your legend. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! That's, that's all right. Let stuff. me think. The, the third baseman that's game is most like Paul Matura. I'm gonna go Nolan Arnado from the Rockies. Love that. That's a great pick, man. Yeah, he can he can do it all: offense, defense, power. That's my guy, Arnado. Paul, I, before I make my pick, I do I do want one story from you. You you had a stronger prescription of contacts playing third. Is this correct? Like your senior year, didn't you do like a stronger prescription of contacts so you could see the ball better? If I did that, sis, that could be true. I'm not going to say it's not true. If I did it, it was definitely so that I could hit better, gotcha. more so than feel better. 
because catching the ball was never the problem. It was trying to lay off a two-strike breaking ball in the dirt. Okay. Mm-hmm. The book was out from my probably third grade year on in the city of Clarksville. Just throw me a breaking ball. I promise I'll chase it, and then I'll just walk back <laughs> to the dugout. So the contacts, if they were extra prescription, were for the offensive side of the ball. Gotcha. Okay, I, I've always remembered that legend, the legend of Palmatura having to uh, have wear a stronger prescription of contact. But I don't remember. I couldn't remember why you did it, and so that makes sense now. That all that's kind of perfect. And the thing about growing up in Clarksville and playing against everybody was that they all grew up together and played against you guys, so they all knew that one, no matter what school they went to. So that that's good stuff, man. I love it. Uh, my pick at uh, third base. Um, there's obviously a lot of great names here. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, Anthony Rendon. Um, I think that's where I'm gonna go with on, at third base. Um, just based off of kind of the hitting and, and kind of getting some pop into my lineup here uh, with some of the guys that I have. And, and obviously with Reed talking about my elderly lineup to start with, I kind of need some some more pop in my lineup. <laughs> Paul, who do you have here at uh, third base? Fish, I just looked at that. You do have some old players. What are you doing, man? I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like I'm a throwback uh, announcer, I guess. I'm just going with all the old guys. I'm with you. I'm with you. I got an old guy for you here. I'm going to use my legend pick. And starting at third base for me is going to be my all-time favorite player, Chipper Jones. He's going to switch hit. He's in the middle of my lineup. He's going to come in and make that bare hand play on the foul line and throw somebody out. Um, it's Chipper for me. It's got to be. Wow. I yep. – I, I thought I thought one of you guys would choose Chipper, um, and I knew if I was in the middle and whoever picked it, I was just like, man, should I, should I be that guy? But I knew better than to do it, because I would never do that to you guys. I'd never steal the legendary Chipper Jones. Um, but I do like that pick there. Reed, uh, going back to that, did you think about using the legend for Chipper, or do you have your legend stashed somewhere? Always. Paul's team's the best right now. we got to pick this up, Chris. <laughs> I agree. Well, Paul's going to get a chance to choose a shortstop here. So, Paul, uh, lead off here with your shortstop pick. Here we go. Um, all right. Well, I'm kind of torn on two guys. Um, one of them I think is a great player, and he reminds me of a guy that I grew up watching play shortstop that I liked a lot. Um, but I think – I think I'm going to go with Lindor instead. I was leaning a different way. I'll hmm. take Francisco Lindor. Well, that was that was also my current pick. If now I now I feel like uh, I feel like I'm backed in a corner here, and uh, I was going to save my legend pick for a pitcher, and I think I'm going to have to jump out and just use my all-time favorite player, um, which is the one and only Derek Jeter here. So that's going to be my legend pick at shortstop. I'm going to take Jeter. Um, just because I feel like I need to pick up the pace here on some of my picks. Read what you got. Uh, great pick, Fish. And, yeah, Lindor is, without a doubt, the best shortstop in the game, in my opinion. Um, and this third base was the deepest position we've come to. Yeah, that was easy. But the rest of them seem kind of thin to me. Um, so I'm going to go Carlos Correa here. And he uh, he hasn't been as good the last few years. Um, but I love the player, um, the all-around player. And I, if if there was a season this year, I think he'd be a good candidate for a bounce-back year. Um, but 
that's another story whether they're going to play baseball or not. But yeah, I've always been a fan of Carlos Correa's. Well, looking at it right now, I agreed with you, Reed. Uh, I feel like Paul kind of had us uh, backed up against a corner right now and backed up against the wall with his with his first five. So uh, maybe we'll pick it up here in the second half. What do you think? Um, we better. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to take our first break of the show. Uh, when we come back, Reed's going to start off. We're going to start in the outfield. He's got a chance to maybe choose what a lot of people were choosing today when I put out a Facebook and Twitter post. I'll have more on that coming up after the break. Hey guys, it's John Wilson. I hope you guys are having fun doing your draft. If it was me choosing tonight, I'd probably start off as far as current players. I mean, I don't think you can go wrong with Mike Trout. Um, even though he's in L.A. and he gets kind of ignored, you know, he's about as good as he gets defensively, hitting the ball out, out of the ballpark, uh, stealing bases. I mean, it doesn't get much better. And then, you know, if I was going legends, I'd probably go on the pitcher's mounting and maybe stick with a guy like Randy Johnson. Um, there's not many guys that are able to make a bird explode mid-pitch. So um, those would be the two I would do. Um, I wish you guys good luck in drafting your teams. And uh, have fun, fellas. And a big thank you to John Wilson for his picks. Mike Trout, a good one there. And, of course, the Randy Johnson on the mound for him if he's going to start there. That was a great legend pick as well, uh, one that I was looking at until I used my Derek Jeter pick in that last round. Of course, my guests that I have with me today, Reed Harper, Paul Matura. Uh, Reed, a former Austin P. governor, also drafted by the Atlanta Braves. Paul, I didn't mention this early on, but Paul, a great pitcher for the Middle Tennessee State University Blue Raiders. So uh, a great opportunity to have two very great baseball minds on the show with me. And of course, earlier today, I went on Facebook and Twitter and I asked you guys, who would you choose if you had the opportunity to choose a current player to start a franchise with? Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about what we had. I had Adam giving me Anthony Rizzo, Kevin giving me Jacob DeGrom, Chris Literal with Mike Trout, uh, Seth with Javi Baez, Lucas with Max Scherzer, Stephanie with Mike Trout or Aaron Judge. My older brother picked Yachty, so go ahead with that one, guys. You can give us a little bit of heck. Uh, the Schmidt family both choosing Yachty with our catcher pick there. Uh, Dusty picking Mike Trout, Dennis picking Mike Trout, uh, Bailey choosing Christian Yelich, and Jordan choosing Mike Trout. So, guys, what do you think of the uh, fan fan picks there, Paul? Kind of start off with, from what you heard from my social media picks. Yeah, hey, I'm all in on Mike Trout. Uh, I hate that I don't get to see him play as much as I want to live. Uh, I get to see highlights and stuff. But, man, the way he goes about it is is the right way to do it. And uh, if and when I have a son, that's the swing that I'm going to show him. And I'm going to say, just try to make it look a little something <laughs> like this, and I think you'll probably be okay. Reed, what did you think about the social media picks? Pretty much spot on. Uh, well... If I'm starting a franchise today, I'm looking for a guy that's about 20 years old, um, and none of those guys true. fit that mold. That is true. That is that is uh, a, a true statement. There's there. some very good candidates that are around that age range in the big leagues right now. Hey, if I'm starting a team, um, 
so the most important position on the field is your starting pitcher. But if I'm starting a team, I'm not doing it with a starting pitcher because injuries come into play way too often. I like that assessment. And don't forget, guys, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Talking Schmidt, also on Facebook at Talking Schmidt Podcast. All right, we're going to jump back into the drafting uh, here. Reed, you're going to start off here in the second half of the show. You'll get the first outfield pick. You don't have to pick you know, based on left field, right field, center field, unless you want to. Um, but choosing, a, choosing an outfielder to start off with, who do you, who do you take with your first outfield pick? Um, the guy that I'm starting my franchise with right now, mm-hmm. Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, without a doubt. I I like that. Uh, that's a. I know he's he's got a lot of Braves fans fired up uh, with with his effort and his play. Um, I like that. That's a good pick. Uh, I'm I'm sure you've been waiting to throw a Brave in there as well, or another Brave in there. So, um, for me, I'm looking at. Uh, I'm gonna take. I'm going to take Yelich at this point. Um, I like him. I think, uh, you know, obviously we'll let Paul have uh, have his pick um, when it comes down to it. But uh, for me, I like Christian Yelich a lot. I think the guy can swing the bat. Um, he's he's young. He's someone that people will uh, have really got behind in Milwaukee. Um, he's very talented. Um, that's who I would take. Paul, who do you have? Uh, I think we know who you have, but who are you taking here? Yeah, uh, first of all, great job, both of you. Because you took them right out of my mouth. That's exactly where I would have started. Um, I guess I'll have to settle for the best player in baseball, Mike Trout. <laughs> That's tough. It's tough He's to killing it. for that. I know. Oh, um, my it's goodness. falling right into my lap, boys. That is true, though. I, I I knew I could have taken it. You know, I just feel I feel like I couldn't do that. It's Paul's first show with us. I couldn't steal both Chipper and uh, Mike Trout from him. So I'm, I'm letting him kind of... But then I feel like we're also just kind of letting him run away with this one, Reed. Oh, it's not over yet. <laughs> All right, Paul, get a, you'll get another outfield pick here. Who are you taking uh, in your second outfield spot? Yeah, it's not going to get any better for you guys because now I'm going with another young gun uh, that I get to watch a lot because he plays in the NL East, Juan Soto. <clears throat> yep. All right. Well, um, Paul's Paul's going here. I'm going to go with Mookie here. I'm going to go with Mookie Betts uh, in my outfield. I, I I like Mookie, and he's a he's a Middle Tennessee guy. I'm going to take Mookie at this point. Who do you have, Reed? Um. Well, by the way, Paul's pick there. If I'm starting a franchise, that's my second pick is Juan Soto. Um. If my second pick here would uh. Ugh. I'm gonna go with Bryce Harper. Ooh, you didn't we, you didn't sound too enthused by that. Well, we can't leave him off of all all three teams altogether. Um, <laughs> he he still you got some him. of the most natural talent there is. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't take him ahead of any of the outfielders that have been taken already. But and you got to think, a, Bryce Harper, uh, he did see the future. Remember that he did say that he was going to help bring a championship, a World Series, back to Washington even though he was in a Phillies uniform, and Washington did win the uh, World Series. So he has the ability to predict the future, Reed, so uh, you have that going for you as well. That's good. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you want uh, in your outfield, but, you know, uh, you know, maybe get him some PR training for you. Who do you have as a, your final outfielder, man? Um, all right, well, he's going to make up for the rest of my team, so I'm going to take the best player that ever lived with Barry Bonds. Nice. Wow. 
I love it, man. That uh, man. watching him in person was absolutely a phenomenal uh thing growing up. So I I definitely respect that pick. And don't give me Barry Bonds without steroids because the only one we have to go by, I'm talking <laughs> 01 to 04 Barry Bonds. <laughs> Match it. Oh my goodness. I I I approve of that pick wholeheartedly. Um for my final outfield position, I'm going to go ahead and take uh um, you know, uh, a big name in my has it my it's my first Yankee not including Derek Jeter. I'm going to take Judge here. I'm going to get some power bat there from Aaron Judge. Paul, who do you have uh, as your final outfielder? Hang on, give me a second, because Judge was all queued up for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, I, I have two I'm Yankees jerseys. I was, man, I was looking at my lineup, and I was like, if, if I put Judge in here, is, I mean, it could be the best team of the century. That's we true. We finally got That's it. Right. That's all right. Um, because... A guy who I've had on my own personal fantasy team for three years in a row uh, that I love watching is George Springer from Houston. Yeah. I refuse to believe that Springer was in on all this nonsense going on. (laughs) Uh, And I'll tell you one thing. This dude hacks. I have never seen somebody swing so – maybe Javi Baez. Those two guys uh, probably swing harder than anybody else in the league. So I know that if Springer gets a hold of one – it's probably a four-bagger. Paul is dominating right now. I, I'd probably take Springer over Bryce Harper and Judge. Ah, I well. blew it. <laughs> well, you said Barry Bonds, though, with steroids. So that's that's true. That's going to make up for a lot there. Ooh, that helps. Paul, All you... right, well, hey, if Bonds is cheating, then I'm going to let Springer use the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> so he knows what pitch is coming. I didn't know he hit 73 home runs with the buzzer last year. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh, goodness. I love it, guys. What do you have, uh, Paul? We'll go into designated hitter. I know you guys are big NL fans, me being uh, an AL fan here. We'll have a designated hitter, though. Um, I-, I feel like that's just something we can do. As as my good friend Jared Karkoff put it, uh, sometimes when you're a pitcher, you don't want to have to hit. You need some of those designated hitter guys. So, uh, Paul, who would you want uh, to be in that, that ninth spot batting or somewhere in your lineup batting as a designated hitter? Yeah, I think I'm going to take probably the best uh, DH as far as like since I've actually been paying attention and know people's names, and that'd be Nelson Cruz for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought about Nelson Cruz as well. I, I'm kind of torn here, um, you know, because it, I have two guys in mind. Uh, one of them is definitely a guy who could be a great DH. Uh, the other one is someone who I know can – and play the field very well, but I think could be a, a pretty dominant DH if he was there. Would you guys prefer me to pick somebody that would be a good, who's normally a DH or someone that I could just kind of fit in that role? Which one would you rather me do? Uh, take whoever you want. All right. I'm gonna, I want you to have a good team, Fish. You're hey, going to need it. Hey, thanks, man. I'm going to take uh, Jorge Soler from the uh, from the Royals at this point. Uh, Soler had a, a great bat last season. Um, he knocked in a lot of runs for a, a Royals team that had really nothing but Soler and Mitt, uh, Whit Merrifield really going for him, Alex Gordon, um, but uh, a struggling Royals team. But that was kind of like the the shining spot for them was Soler. So that's who I'm going to take at this point. Reed, who do you Reed, who do you want at DH here, man? Um, well, I was with Paul, even though he's 40 years old. I'm with him. He uh. 
he had maybe the best year of his career last year. So uh, another good pick for Paul. Um, I'm going to go with another position player like you did because we need to catch up to him. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go with Rafael Devers. Okay. From the Boston Red Sox. Um, I actually played against him when he was, uh, he was probably 17 or 18. And uh, we played him early in the year and he was hitting like 120 something. We played him three weeks later and he was hitting 480. Um, I didn't think it was possible to raise your average that fast, um, uh, <laughs> but he did. And he, the, that series that we were playing against him, I don't think he made an out. So it kept going up. Wow. All right. Well, Reed, I'm going to give you, uh, get your pitch, uh, your pick here for who you want to bring out your day one starter on the mound. Um, oh, I get to go first. Yeah. You'll get, uh, you'll get the first pitcher. Yeah, uh, yeah, you gotta go, Garrett Cole. There's some, there's some really good ones at the top, but I think Garrett Cole's the best right now. I, I, I like that pick. Um, I'm gonna love seeing him in pinstripes as well. Hopefully, if we get a season, um, it'd be nice to see that. I am looking at it. Um, there's two guys in mind that I that I really have my mind on, and I feel like if I choose one, Paul's gonna choose the other. Um. And I don't want to let us down here, but I'm going to have to go. I'm going to go with DeGrom. I'm going to go with Jacob DeGrom uh, from the Mets. Uh, I like I like that, you know, I like those guys who are proving themselves and, and are very talented. So we have two, both of our, our two New York teams off here. And Paul, you get a chance to end up here with the uh, the final pick for the pitcher. Mm, you keep setting Paul up with I know he's going to choose. There, uh, well, so starting pitchers deep, uh, and and I'm leaning towards an older guy that I really enjoy watching. I like the way he plays the game. He's intensely focused, full steam ahead the whole time, and I'm talking about Max Scherzer, but yeah. I think I'm going to take Walker Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> he blew it. Dude, I'm, no, I did not either. I'm telling you. I've watched this guy. Uh, chuck it over these last two years, and man, he's for real. If we're really building a team, I want somebody young that can go the entire length of the season, 200 innings, probably, mm, I don't know, what's the strikeout number he's supposed to get to? I don't either. What's a, what's a milestone strikeout number? Whatever it is, Walker Bueller's probably going to set it. Hmm. Give me Bueller. I, I really I really thought, you know, when I was sitting there, I was like, I really set him up for Max Scherzer. Um, I did not expect that, but I'm 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 glad, uh, Paul. Uh, I I appreciate appreciate that pick, man. Um, and not hey, not make me hey, feel fish. bad about Scherzer. Yeah, what's up, man? Good pitchers throw curveballs, buddy. What's that now? I said, good pitchers throw curveballs. <laughs> well, Paul, you, you would you would know, Scherzer. brother. That's right, and I, I hit you with a banger, man. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be Scherzer or Verlander. Yeah, the, I did too. Uh, that's kind of a debate. Either you're Team Scherzer or Team Verlander. I'm Team Scherzer. Sounds like Paul is too. Yeah, I am. I uh, I'm going to make a lot of De- like people that follow me that are big Detroit Tigers fans. 
Um, you know, obviously starting off in the UP with my career, a lot of my listeners are people who are from Michigan who are diehard Verlander fans, but I would go Scherzer as well if I had to choose um, between the two. And uh, Bueller? <laughs> <laughs> Bueller is the number one there, as much as I hate to say it, the because uh, I hate uh, the reputation that Clayton Kershaw has as not being a big game pitcher because right. if you take that out of the equation, um, he if he if he had had a good postseason career, he may have gone down as the best pitcher to ever live, but. Um, he, he probably is the best regular season pitcher that's ever lived. And I wish that, um, the numbers could have backed that up in the postseason. Yeah, I agree with that too. I, I thought Clayton Kershaw, I, I think he kind of gets the short end of the stick there. Um, another guy like Madison Baumgartner who had some really good, you know, years for the, for the giants. Um, and also a pitcher who we know can, can rake when he's at, you know, at, at bat, but, um, I agree with that. I, I think that could have been another one. I, I thought legend at this pick, if you guys could take one legendary pitcher, let's kind of end on that final thought, I guess. Um, if you could take one legendary pitcher, and Paul, we'll give you the start on this one, um, one legend that you could have on the mound um, for you in their prime, who are you taking? Well, let me ask you this because it's going to change my pick. Do you want a starter or can it be anybody? Anybody. If it can be anybody... It would be Mo Rivera coming in and locking it down. Uh, Without I a doubt. An argument. Yep. I, I got an argument with some uh, some teammates of mine, and uh, we were talking about the toughest three outs in baseball. And, uh, man, if you've got somebody that can seal it down, it just makes a huge difference. Um, so shout-out to my buddies for pointing that out to me, how important it was. And, yeah, it's Mo Rivera for me. Reed, Reed, with that, is that who you would pick as well? If you could have any pitcher, any, any. Oh yeah, I I've been saying that for about ten years that if he's not the first unanimous Hall of Famer, then it will never happen. And he was, um, and very deserving of it. Um, definitely the most dominant pitcher that ever lived. But uh, since Paul took him, uh, I would. There isn't any other closers that I would go with. Um, I like Maddox, Randy Johnson, Roger Clemens, Nolan Ryan, um, all kinds of great pitchers. Uh, but if you could like narrow it down to one guy in a given year, um, 1999 Pedro Martinez was was Ooh. something special. I like that. Ooh, I like that a lot. Uh, I like I like how you narrowed it down. That's definitely a a different look at it. You know, I thought about the same thing. I thought about Randy Johnson. I thought about guys like that. Um, pretty much everybody that you mentioned, Reed, uh, when you were just talking. Um, one guy that kind of comes to my mind, I guess if I could have like one hard-nosed, you know, just get you the outs, um, I, I might go with Bob Gibson in this moment. Um, that might be just the cardinal roots that I have. Um, but I think I would I would probably want a guy like Bob Gibson, just an older era and just um, a hard-nosed player. Man, that'd have been nice to go to those games, wouldn't it, Paul? Yes, sir. Lucky guy, fish. <laughs> did you guys think of uh, Did you guys think of Hank Aaron at all when you guys were looking at? It? I know you guys both being Braves fans. Were you looking at it and thinking maybe Hank Aaron at all or no? If somebody took bonds, I was going Hank Aaron. <laughs> okay, okay, that yeah. makes sense. And I, I knew my Braves were going to be used up. <laughs> I'm a homer. <laughs> 
Uh, we always need we always need good homers, man. That, that's for certain. Guys, I appreciate it so much for joining me on this episode. You guys have been phenomenal. Um, I've like I've told Reed, he's already been a back on on one ep- or He's on two episodes now. Uh, Paul, I would love to have you back in the future, man. Um, just uh, just the energy you bring and your knowledge is, is something that I, I would love to bring back later on. I, and I hope that you'd uh, want to be back on some later episodes. Yeah, no doubt, Fish. You know where to find me, buddy. Reach out. Um, I love what you're doing, and, and keep it up. And Reed, same thing, man. I, I keep, you know, I, I know that it's uh, it's fun to have uh, some some chances to you know have these walks down memory lane as well. And uh, man, I, I'd love to have you back in the future as well. Well, I appreciate it. It's not fair when you bring Paul on, the true expert. Our <laughs> team just got crushed. Well, you know what? Um, I I think I have the show. Uh, we might put these on there. I might just try and see if I can stream, you know, what this would look like with these two lineup, with these three lineups, make them go in a pool play, see what the better record is at the end of it. Just simulate nine innings. We might do something like that. There we go. And we, yeah. can, we can see who the real yeah, winners are. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you guys, I appreciate it so much. Uh, Rita, a guest I'm going to have later on this week. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I'm supposed to talk to him tomorrow night for the Thursday episode, a guy that you know fairly well, a guy by the name of Joe Lincoln. Oh, wow. Getting the heavy hitters. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have an all-baseball lineup this week, so uh, I'm pretty excited about that. But guys, again, thank you so much for joining me. There is not going to be a Schmidt break this week because my good friend Justin Kleinert is celebrating seven years of marriage to his saint of a wife who's been able to put up with him for seven years. So shout out to Justin and Amanda Kleinert uh, for seven years of marriage. Also, I want to make a quick shout out before I end this show to a very good friend of mine and a very good friend of all of ours, actually, uh, Tyler Dickerson, who got married not this past weekend, but the weekend before up in Kansas City. It was a beautiful ceremony. I was excited to be there and to be a part of that. Um, Again, for... Paul Matura and Reed Harper. I'm Ethan Schmidt. This has been another great episode of Talking Schmidt. We hope that you guys join us again on Thursday.